0: Yes, Khalifas, and you're Radio, the People station. Yeah. <laughs> Mashi O Radio dot
1: com. Radio dot El pato loco de la radio. Te conocen ya. Les gusta hablar.
0: Are you ready? I'm saying... Are you ready?
2: Our radio show, sit back and get ready to party to the newest and hottest time hits on the planet. Now here's your host, Juan Mendoza.
3: All right, all right, all right. Thank you guys so much for joining us here to the Bosh Chingon Radio Show podcast. I am your host, Juan Mendoza. On behalf of my baby Lila Lisa, Lila Lisa Promotions, all of our DJs and affiliates, want to welcome you to another awesome show. It is Easter weekend, so happy early Easter as uh, we are recording this. It is Saturday, the day before Easter, so hopefully you guys are having a safe weekend, safe holiday, enjoying your time with your families out there, and I uh, want to know exactly what you gave up for Lent, if you guys gave up anything, if you guys are celebrating that kind of thing, uh, but welcome to our show. We're celebrating another great interview and uh, on the line we have a great artist she is an award-winning artist and uh, she's done some work with us in the past so ladies and gentlemen we want to welcome miss crystal torres crystal how are you doing good how are you doing good doing good enjoying uh enjoying our saturday so far yeah how's everything going over there in san antonio
2: it's going good um we're just out running errands you know kind of enjoying our weekend like you and i don't know about y'all but after you know a long work week i just i love to just do nothing <laughs>
3: <laughs> i think that's so pretty we much
2: never really planned yeah
3: i think that's yeah. pretty much everybody
2: <laughs> right? right yeah so we just kind of go where the wind takes us on the weekend nice so. Nice. We're we're about to go eat Cracker Barrel with my father in law.
3: Nice. I haven't had Cracker Barrel in, shit, in probably a couple of years already. I haven't had Cracker Barrel in a good while.
2: It's pretty good.
3: Yeah. what is, What is your favorite foods from there?
2: Um, I love the fried chicken.
3: The fried chicken.
2: It's very good. Yeah. Nice. Have you ever had it?
3: I think, I think I've had it. I mostly go for like the, the meatloaf and um, I try to get like the okra because sometimes it's fresh. So I love the, the fried vegetables.
2: Yeah, I think honestly their fried chicken is like top five for me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: nice. It's pretty so, tasty. <laughs> nice. So how's, how's everything else been going?
2: it's going good you know um we've been planning my new album and um you know not a lot of people know what it takes to you know actually plan and um you know pick out songs and um record and produce so it's kind of taken a little bit of a longer time than expected Mm -hmm. um Originally, we were going to um, put out, you know, the album and have it out by the spring, um, but I took a different um, route, so mm. to speak,
1: yeah.
2: and uh, changed producers in the middle of the project. Uh, and um, you know, I mm. consider myself a little bit of, uh, I guess, a perfectionist
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, as an artist, uh, especially because I'm one of the the newer and I say that you know in quotations because I know I've been out you know for eight years now but Mm -hmm. um I just I want to put out a good quality project Mm -hmm. and so I've really taken my time as far as picking the songs and um we've been lucky that um A wonderful uh, songwriter out of Monterrey, Mexico, Mm -hmm. um, Eduardo Yayo Argiano, reached out to me um, almost two years ago, and we started a conversation. And um, you know, he decided that he wanted to, you know, submit uh, songs to me. Mm -hmm. And so one of them uh, was "El Uno Para El Otro," which is doing quite well um, on the charts Mm -hmm. right now. Um, it's been out since um, right after Christmas and so um, it's been doing really really well on the um, chart mm. and we have some really great songs that are picked out and so now we think that the album will be done hopefully late summer early fall mm. um, but we have really really great songs picked out and um, Anthony Perez is producing the project so um, I've already heard five of the songs mm. um, that are ready for me to go lay down vocals, and I'm just really, really excited nice. um, because I think that people will really enjoy it, or at least I hope they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm really proud of the song, yeah. and the lyrics are really, really good, and they sound really good, <laughs> and it's kind of a mix yeah. um, as far as um, the sounds on the album you know we're gonna have uh, mariachi we're gonna have some rancheras we're gonna have um some cumbias uh, a little bit of a reggaeton inspired um cumbia as well and um as well as a power ballad you know so i'm really really excited and i think that the fans will be surprised um but i i I really hope they enjoy it
3: nice (laughs) Now you said you've been in the business for eight years. Do you consider yourself going into veteran status, or do you still consider yourself a new up-and-coming artist? Even though, I mean, you've you've been um, you, you, put yeah. on, you put on you put out some music before already, and you've won an award already. In uh, I think it was like six years ago. I guess it was. I can't remember exactly. Uh, I remember being there when yeah. you won it. Um, do you? I mean, do you consider yourself a veteran, or you have something to offer the the younger? Uh, Generation that are up and coming.
2: You know, as far as veteran status, um, I think it's going to take some more years for that. Um, I, you know, consider you know artists like Shelly and Elida, and of course Selena, Mm -hmm. um, as among my inspirations and such. Um, I still, I guess, consider myself um, a newcomer. I'm kind of like in between. But I definitely, you know, any of the the newer, younger artists that come to me and ask for advice, Mm -hmm. I'm always willing to give it um, because I think that that is something that's needed in this genre,
1: Um,
2: you know, because if you support one another, we all rise, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's especially hard for the female artists, um, You know, so I'm always willing to, you know, offer any advice um, to the younger females as well, just because I know how hard it is um, to uh, find any sort of success in this genre because it's so male-dominated.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I mean, you can't really say that. I mean, in my opinion and the way I see things right now, I I can't really say it's too much too much male-dominated anymore because I've seen a lot of females come up and a lot of females are taking over these countdowns and charts and they're all over the place right now and of course you know you just seen uh shelly uh demi monica and sonia de la paz come out with a awesome song you know just within a matter of a few days and you know you still got elida and and uh stephanie montiel and you still got all these other females i mean i think the females are pretty much dominating at this point now in this in this time of in this era that we're, that we're in, you know, 2021, I think the females are going to just pretty much dominate the whole, the Hano scene.
2: Yeah. Well, I guess as far as that, um, what I meant by male dominated is that, um, you know, behind the scenes, you know, it's a a different story. And so, you know, we, as female artists kind of have to work twice as hard as, you know, the male artists or the male led bands, um, because you know we're told oh well you know you're a female-led band people don't really want to pay to see that Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um so that's kind of what i meant by by that No, yeah we have yeah i understand endure those types of comments you know (laughs) oh of
3: course i I see them all i see them all over the place and you know i I think about it too and i'm like you know it's, it's really not much of a male dominated i mean women are are taking over in the industry and you see it in like country music too you know and uh, you see it in the Spanish uh, Spanish genres. You know, it's not really too much male dominated. I mean, probably behind the scenes, you know, as far as engineering and you know something like that, business wise, maybe. But you know, as far as being out there in the mainstream area, you know, I think it. I think the females are making their way, and uh, it's pretty good. Yep, we're we're
2: trying.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we did, we did some work in the past. Um, you know, we when this whole pandemic started last year, it was really. It was a really crazy time and everything else and uh we did a show you know called stay the f home you know and it was just at that point we wanted everybody to stay home and be safe and everything else and uh you know we put together a little show it wasn't the best kind of show you know uh considering what we had at that point but uh, you know you actually stepped up and volunteered to be a part of it and I, I thank you for that and you did an awesome part i think it was in your backyard or one of the rooms that you did and you you know, yeah. did a little set, you know, which was pretty good, you know, and I'll, I'll thank you for that.
2: Of course, I think, you know, I, I'm always willing to lend my voice, um, especially during this time, you know, as you mentioned, it's hard for everyone and anything that I can do just to bring a smile to people's faces, just because it's such a, a sad, you know, tough time for everyone. Um, I'm always willing to do that.
3: Yeah. Um, did did uh last year did it really affect you too bad or did it hit close to home?
2: You know, um luckily knock on wood, the family members that we had um that came down with COVID hmm. made it through. Um I did know of, you know, some uh family members and friends that had friends that passed away. Hmm. Um, but um, you know, none of my immediate family you know or our parents or anything came down with it Mm -hmm. Um, but I saw how you know tough it was for everyone Um, my heart just breaks. you know what I mean because Mm -hmm. it affected people of all ages people of all races and you just didn't know when the virus you know would uh, you know attack and so um, I just kind of had to stop watching the news just because it's so heartbreaking Um, But as far as um, musically, I decided to not perform anywhere, um, Mm -hmm. especially since, you know, Texas has started opening up. Um, I'm still not taking any booking.
1: Um,
2: I have gotten my first dose of the vaccine. Mm -hmm. I go get my second dose on Monday, um, but I just feel until more... um, you know, Tejanos can get the opportunity to get vaccinated if they wish to do so. I just don't want to take any bookings to put any fans in any sort of danger just because the virus still is not under control. Yeah, and I don't foresee it being un- in under control until possibly maybe next year. Yeah
3: did you did you feel any side effects from the first shot?
2: Um, I just got a sore arm. For two days um and it was you know more sore than like a flu shot yeah um but that's all so mm-hmm. knock on knock on fake wood if <laughs> you know, i don't um you know have any side effects because i'm the biggest weenie when it comes to getting shot <laughs> and i'm the biggest weenie when it comes to any sort of pain oh. and i just start reading you know these articles online and i start scaring myself you know and so i'm just taking a deep breath and going you know on monday and hoping for the best
3: yeah (laughs) now we we took our first shot probably like three weeks ago i I know next week we got to go get our second one but um as soon as i took that first one probably about an hour or so later i started feeling like real tired and i was like I went back to work for a little bit, and I told him, I was like, you know, I'm going to go home. I don't feel good, you know, whatever. So I came home. I took about a three-hour nap. You know, I was just real tired and drained. And when I woke up, I had a headache. My back was hurting. My arm was hurting. I felt nauseous. And I guess I was part of the side effects from the yeah. shot, but it was really rare that it happened on the first one. So I'm like, man, I can't wait to see wait to see what's going to happen with the second one. And I ended up getting that one. Yeah,
2: they say to you know, take a take it easy the first couple of days after the shot the second yeah. shot so yeah. I don't know we'll see what happens because I have a um, I actually have a radio interview a couple hours after my shot so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm hoping I hope I don't have any side effects
3: yeah. so, I'll
2: uh, just power through <laughs> Yeah.
3: so how, how's everything going I mean everything's kind of lining up a little bit I mean I know we're not out of the woods yet you know and there's still a lot of things going on in the world but you know as it is it giving you room now to, to work a little bit more freely now? Are you able to get these projects done that you need to?
2: You know, I'm a little less, um, I guess, anxious as far as, you know, connecting with, you know, the producer and, and the uh, musicians and such to get the project um, fully recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, in the beginning, you know, I wore my mask. And, you know socially distance stayed at least you know 12 feet apart from everybody just because I was that yeah. anxious you know um, I feel a little less anxious because I've gotten my first you know shot
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, I think I'll feel a little bit better after the second um, but I'm still gonna continue to wear my mask and socially distance we're only hanging out with um, family members who work at home that we know, you know don't have contact with anyone in the community and such. So we're trying to uh, be as safe and take as many precautions as we're able to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know a lot of um, the people that I have to work with to complete the project have started getting vaccinated. So that makes me feel a little bit better.
3: Yeah, that's good. So, I mean, are you, are you still are you going out to the stores now and shopping and everything a little bit more freely, but, you know, still taking the precautions that you need to?
2: Yeah, we still do curbside when, you know, we're able to. Um, but, of course, you know, sometimes the uh, HEB app doesn't have everything that you need. Yeah. And so, you know, we go to HEB or Walmart or, you know, other stores um, when we need, you know, something. But like I said, um, our whole family is still wearing our masks. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Um, I just think it's the the socially responsible thing to do right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I know this doesn't require it, but we're still wearing our masks.
3: Yeah. Uh, I know you have young kids. Are they they in school already?
2: Yes. um, It's been kind of interesting. So like I said, I'm a big weenie and (laughs) I am a this person and so I um, had the kiddos you know stay at home and do a virtual school until October Mm -hmm. then I sent them back and then cases in San Antonio were kind of creeping up so I pulled them back at home right before Christmas Mm -hmm. and I actually had them at home until two weeks ago and um, for those of you who don't know I work um, as a recruiter and so um, I really wasn't able to get um, my work done (laughs) as much when they were home Um, so I just you know kind of bit the bullet so to speak and um, sent them back to school because cases have been going down so they've been at school for two weeks now and they're still wearing their masks and Mm -hmm. are still socially distanced um, at school so knock on wood that they um, stay that way but yeah. Um, they're enjoying it. They Love to be back at school because they're very social,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, and they miss their friends. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So, they're back. <laughs> so, they,
3: so they're responding well to actually being back physically in school.
2: Yeah, they really struggled, and um, they didn't like virtual school just <laughs> because it's it's a lot harder, you know, to um, have to be on a computer. Mm. You know, they're not like us where. If we're on a computer for eight hours for work, you know, Mm -hmm. it's fine. Like, I mean, they're kids, you know, they want to get up around and have breaks and all that other stuff. So Mm -hmm. they kind of struggled as far as learning, um, but they're doing much better now that
3: they're back at school. Nice. All right. So um, you have two singles out that they came out last year, actually. Uh, Te quisiera llamar (laughs) and El Uno para el Otro. Now you say you're working, on yeah. new, you're working on a new album. Uh, yes. Is there an, an, an expected songs. date?
2: Um, we're hoping, hopefully, like I said, there's five songs ready for me to lay down vocals right now. Mm-hmm. And there's five more that I need to, rec- uh, or that I guess the producer needs to um, complete. Um, there's 10 songs total, new songs. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess I should say nine new songs. One of them, we're actually doing El Uno Para El Otro, um, Norteno Light Style, mm-hmm. um, but there's ten new songs on the album. I still have not um, decided on a title, um, so if any of the listeners out there have any ideas, I'm always open to them. Um, but we're hoping late summer, early fall, at the mm-hmm. latest.
3: Nice. You should call it After Pandemic. Yeah.
2: Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the the afterpan the after after uh yeah the aftermath or something like that, but um
1: right
3: yeah no the uh, the music is good I mean uh, uh happy to see that you made one of the charts you know you're actually number one at, at at a point.
2: I was so excited because I've never really had a song. Um, really hit the charts like multiple charts Mm -hmm. you know it was on the um, video chart Mm -hmm. um, and various other charts um, in the industry and I think it was the first time that it hit multiple charts so I'm like oh my gosh this is so cool you know (laughs) and then you know that's kind of like why I don't consider myself a veteran because
1: Mm
2: -hmm. I you know don't take for granted any ounce of success that I have And I remain humble because I know how hard it is to be an artist and have to, you know, endure comments, Mm -hmm. you know, on social media and have to work twice as hard because I'm a female. And, you know, meanwhile, I'm working and, um, you know, trying to raise a family. So I know how hard it is, um, you know, to have that success. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know.
3: Yeah, not everybody's on I, the the greatest bunch of people when it comes to social media.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it uh, definitely it takes um, thick skin to have to um, you know read some of those comments. And yeah. I I don't think people really think before they type. You know. Yeah. And uh, they just I I just. I don't even know. That's a whole (laughs) other topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: it is.
2: (laughs) I try to be as nice as I can, you know, but uh, sometimes you just want to go off because it's like, how dare you, you Mm -hmm. know, say something like that. And it's it's, um, very, I mean, it weighs on you mentally, um, you know, so, yeah.
3: It's well, not so, fun sometimes. Yeah, Well, no, some people can hide behind their phones and the computers, you know, and not actually go out and face you and tell you these things. But that's just uh, the life of the social okay. media these days. So um, I wanted to ask you real quick. Uh, I never got to ask you this before. And we've interviewed quite a few times. Let's take you back to 20, I think it was 2015 or something like that, when you won that award. How did you feel at that moment when you actually won the Tahano Music Award?
2: So... Um... And that kind of goes along with, you know, people on social media saying mean things. Um, So, back in the day when Tejano was at its peak, you know, artists were spoiled and, you know, walked the red carpet, brought to, you know, their seats, you know, didn't have to pay.
1: (laughs) Um,
2: Nowadays, uh, artists have to pay for their tickets. Yeah. And I was nominated. um, I didn't get my hopes up. I was actually um, telling my husband, um, who at the time was my fiancé, mm-hmm. um, I don't think I'm going to go because I had, we had just found out that we were pregnant mm-hmm. with my six-year-old. And I just thought I had no chance. And so he was like, no, this is awesome, you know, you got to go, you're nominated, like, let's just go. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Well, I guess." So we bought tickets, and I bought nosebleeds because mm-hmm. I had to pay for out of pocket. Yeah. And we took my mother in law. We got all glammed up. Um, I think we walked to the red carpet, um, and then we went to go sit um, in our seat. Mm-hmm. And that award was one of the first awards. But like I said, I was pregnant, and I was really thirsty. So I said, "Hey, go get me some water, but hurry up because after." Mm-hmm. Um, the first performance, they're going to announce the nominees. Mm -hmm. So he hurried up, and right as he was sitting down, they started announcing the nominees. And he was like, you're going to win. And I said, no way. There's no way. And then they announced my name and my jaw. Like, it was kind of (laughs) like, I know this is so stupid but you know in the selena movie where like it kind of flashes back and yeah. she kind of remembers the cute little girl and then present day
1: mm-hmm.
2: i thought to myself holy crap how i won like i just was <laughs> like it was out of body experience because i didn't i didn't expect my name to be called yeah and then we're supposed to bleed and then i'm wearing five inch heels and I'm pregnant, and the <laughs> slope was really steep, and it was slippery, so my husband walked me all the way down, and I said my speech, but you couldn't understand it because I was crying so much, and going back to the social media, the day before, we were practicing at Gilbert Velasquez studio because they had invited me to perform en corazón, which mm. was the that helped me win. Yeah. So we're practicing and a local baker dropped off a cake and it said best new female nominee. Well, the nominee was on the back of the cake and I turned, you know, I took a picture with the cake and we posted it and it said best new female artist. The people on Facebook didn't see that it said nominee in the back. Mm-hmm. And then when I said my speech, I said, I told my mom I wouldn't cry, but I didn't put if I won in my speech right because mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't even write a speech I didn't think I was going to win Yeah. and then all the haters came out on Facebook <laughs> this chick this chick knew she was going to win she posted on Facebook last night with her cake she already knew she won why is she crying in her speech and a whole bunch of other stuff and then they posted the Tejano um, Music Awards um, posted my um, picture and said you know uh, best new female artist winner crystal torres and they posted a picture where i thought i looked hot but i don't have you know i don't even know if i can say this on here i don't have big <laughs> boobs right so i don't ask my photographer to <laughs> embellish or add photoshop boobs because i don't have them right yeah and people started commenting, that's a man, she's a tranny, this and that. Wow. And I got pissed because I have family members that are trans. Yeah. That is not a word to be used to der- you know, be derogatory to a human being. Mm-hmm. And I, I got so upset and I started responding to the comments. I even put a picture of my pregnant belly and I said, oh, I didn't know men could get pregnant. And my, I was just, I was so emotional probably because I was pregnant, but I just, I started responding to them. And the more I started responding, the more hateful they got. Mm-hmm. And it was really upsetting because it, it was supposed to be a special time yeah. in my life. Like this is, it, this, it was my dream. You know, I, I moved from Iowa mm-hmm. with nothing yeah. to get into the Tejano industry. And then I come down here. And I don't even know how this happened, but I, I win Best New Female and my whole life I looked up to Selena because she was brown like us.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I, I I win and then I had trolls on the internet, you know, calling me names and they don't know me. They don't know who I am as a human being mm-hmm. and not everybody knows me, but I would give you the shirt off my back. Like, some people say, oh, she's fake. She's not really that nice. Whatever. I am. Like, I have a big heart. And I think that that is what, I guess, is kind of, I guess I shoot myself in the foot because I'm so sensitive. You know what I mean? And you need a thick skin for this industry. It's not for everyone. And I've endured so much. Um, But I, I just kept going because who are they Mm to um, you know, determine my happiness? Who are they to tell me who I am? You know, they don't know me and God bless them, but I'm still here and I'm not going to let anything stop
3: me. There You you know, that's, that's the way you got to do it. You know, just take it in, take it in the good with the bad. I mean, I understand that a lot of those things were hurtful and I've seen quite a bit of them. You know, I've seen people posting like screenshots of what was said and some things like that. I'm just like, but I mean, you you've made it so far. You you want it, you know, fair and square. I mean, you've made it this far, and you're you're still out there recording and you know doing a good job. One of the one of the great voices of this time, you know, for Tahano music, you know, and um, I mean, you're stronger than you give yourself credit for. I mean, you're out there still working and you know doing what you got to do on the side of you know being uh, a family woman. You know, you're still out there doing your thing. So um, you know, we got to get up to you, man. You're still doing your thing, and you know we we expect this from you you know for the next 20 30 years however long you plan on (laughs) performing and doing tahono music you know
2: yeah i just you know uh, i think what keeps me going is is my family you know i want to show my kids like if whatever you believe in whatever you dream in whatever (laughs) you want to be you can do it and i want to show them that no matter what i'm still here and i want to show them that they can be strong too and i'm going to be there for them whatever their dreams may be you know
3: yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good thing that's a good thing but no i just wanted to ask you about that you know how you felt at that point when you actually wanted and stuff and you know i never got a chance to ask you that and you you know you won one so we'll see how everything goes we well, you know hopefully you can be in the ranks again to where maybe next year or so you could probably win another one for your new album that's coming out
2: yeah that that's my that's my goal. We'll see what happens, but <laughs> right. you know, no matter what happens, it was an honor to to win the award. And, yeah. um I, I'm proud of myself.
3: So. Nice, nice. <laughs> um, so, real quick, any plans for Easter?
2: Um, so we are going to have uh, my mom, my grandma, um, my father-in-law, um, my sister-in-laws, and their family. And then um, my mother-in-law and her brother um, come over. So there's going to be 14 of us. No, 13 of us. Five of them are kids. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. So we're going to have a small uh, Easter gathering. We're going to make turkey, ham, all the fixings. And then uh, we have a pretty big yard. So we're going to put out Easter eggs for the kiddos. Mm -hmm. And then we've got... um, a couple dozen cascarones <laughs> nice
3: so you're gonna have thanksgiving and easter yes <laughs> <laughs> nice i heard thanksgiving and uh i mean i heard turkey and all the other stuff like hey it was already thanksgiving thanksgiving and, and right. easter time it's
2: because it's because you know we have big families yeah. and uh we had overbought a turkey last thanksgiving mm-hmm. and so one of my sister-in-laws actually got a turkey for um, work from work. Mm-hmm. So we had two turkeys in our fridge or in our freezer. And so we were like, well, we have one turkey. Why don't we just get rid of one for Easter and then we'll see about the other one. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: nice. Last I think last year we actually had two Thanksgivings. We did one in in the summertime, like in July or something like that. We were like, oh, well, let's get together and just do a bunch of Thanksgiving stuff in July. You know and then we have regular thanksgiving so it was kind of fun doing it out of out of time out of the time That's it was supposed awesome. to be the, but but anyways yeah. um like I'm, i said
2: it's like the first time that we all get to kind of be together because most of us have been vaccinated yeah, so yeah uh, if we weren't i would say no but um most of us have been uh, vac- most of the adults um of course the kids haven't been approved to get vaccinated yeah. yet but um all of us pretty much have our vaccines
3: so nice nice well anyways uh everything's going great like i said your two new singles that you have out uh quisiera and el uno para el otro are doing very well and we're happy to have them on the rotation as well and um we can't wait to see what else you have in store for us um any shout outs that you want to give out real quick
2: yeah just everybody who listens to the Mas Chingon podcast um, all of my friends, fans, and family all over Texas and the US. Um, I know that, you know, it's still hard right now um, because the pandemic is not under control, but um, just be patient and remain hopeful. Um, get vaccinated if you wish to do so. And um, we have great music coming soon. I'm so appreciative of all the fans that remain patient just because it's been you know eight years since my last album has come out mm-hmm. I know I come out with you know at least one single each year but um, I'm, I've taken my time because I really wanted to put out something special mm-hmm. and um, I'm really excited about these songs so I think that everybody will be really excited to hear them too and um, I love everyone who you know loves to Honda music <laughs>
3: nice nice all right, and when you come out with the singles, just make sure you send them to Laila, and she'll be happy to help you out in any way possible.
2: Of course. I appreciate you guys so much.
3: All right. Well, thank you so much, Crystal, for everything. Have a happy uh, Easter with your family out there, and enjoy your time at uh, Cracker Barrel.
2: Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it.
3: Happy All right. Easter. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, award-winning Crystal Torres, and we're going to start off with the Quisiera de Amar, and then we're going to end the show with... El Uno Para El Otro, right here on the Mastringo Radio Show Podcast. Thank you, Crystal.
2: Thank you.
0: miento, involucrando el sentimiento que guardo yo por ti. Es complicado el panorama sin tus labios. Si haces falta me hace daño que no te acuerdes de mí. Ya no sé cómo el Y te quisiera llamar para saber cómo estás Y preguntarte tal vez si crees posible volver Y te quisiera llamar para volver a entender, Pero a quien quiero engañar si hace que hay alguien más Alguien más Te da lo que no supe dar Te quisiera llamar para volver a entender, pero a quien quiero engañar si hace que hay alguien más. Y te quisiera llamar para saber cómo estás y preguntarte, tal vez, si crees posible volver. Y te quisiera llamar.
3: All right, that is Crystal Torres de Quisera y Amar, right here on the Master Gun Radio Show Podcast. Thank you, Crystal, for everything. Thank you so much for being a part of our show, and thank you for the great interview. All right, we're going to leave you one more, el uno para el otro, but thank you guys so much for joining us here today on the Master Gun Radio Show Podcast. On behalf of my baby, Lila Lisa, Lightly, Lisa, Promotions, all of our DJs and affiliates. Want to say happy Easter. Have a great weekend. Have a great holiday. God bless you guys. Be safe out there. And we'll see you next time. Right here on the Machigun Radio Show Podcast. Crystal Torres. El uno para el otro. Yeah go Is your number one source for getting your music heard on the air. For the last seven years, Lila has been distributing artist music to over 50 affiliates across the United States and Mexico. So if any artist
0: wants their music heard on AM, FM, or internet radio, send your MP3 files, bios, and photos to Lila Lisa at lilalisa at gmail.com. That's lilalisa at gmail.com. Lila Lisa Promotions, your number one source for getting your music heard on the air.
2: I'd like to say thank you on behalf of the group and ourselves and I hope we pass the audition.